0: All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. It is a Thursday edition, a game day edition, 7 o'clock, first pitch, 6.45 pregame show. Um, I I think we have that on uh, the flagship for the ref tonight. Let's go. Uh, DJ Sanchez will be with me for tonight, tomorrow's games. Uh, Nicole Mendez will join me for Saturday's game. And joining us right now is the king of bracketology, Joey Helmer. Um, Joy, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. This rain is going to move through. We're going to be fine tonight, but it might make for some interesting times out on the concourse. Weather-wise, beyond the rain we've got the the last few days, it looks like this has the potential to be an awesome weather weekend for the sport.
1: Oh, man, I, I needed to hear that because
0: <laughs> it, it,
1: we needed this rain too. But, gosh, I, you know, just waking up this morning, it's like, it just absolutely pouring, in. and I'm like, hopefully, you know, hopefully we're going to get this game in tonight. This is a big one, 7 o'clock ESPN, the biggest series of the season, and um, decides the Big 12 again between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. So, yeah, all the chips are on the table, and this is a, an exciting one, not only for us, but being nationally, uh, people are going to be really, really tuned in into this one, ESPN tonight, ESPN 2 on uh, Friday and Saturday. So big time series. And, um, obviously (laughs) we're excited about it. No question.
0: Okay. Um, I want to talk about some things on the Oklahoma state side. Um, you have been working on your bracketology and the, the newest issue episode update is out. I, I feel pretty confident that Oklahoma's locked up a top eight seed. I don't want to get too over my skis because college softball can be crazy, especially if a sweep happens, but I feel good about a top eight seed. How big is this weekend for Oklahoma State and its bid to remain a top eight seed?
1: That is a fantastic question. And, you know, I'll say with what Oklahoma State did against Texas. Uh, that was absolutely huge. They 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 could have used a, a win. You know, I think in many ways, had they split that series against Florida State, um, that very likely might have cemented them as a, a top eight seed. And so, mm-hmm. uh, Oklahoma State might need a win this weekend. Uh, they, they might, but then you look uh, at what is behind them, and um, I, I, you know, a lot of a lot of people have Alabama. Uh, um, just a little bit higher than I do, but they're, they're kind of scuffling right now. They, they've lost three out of four. They lost to Western Kentucky last week, and so uh, I have them at number eight right behind Oklahoma State. Um, I expect Alabama to get it together down the stretch. I just think they're too good. I think uh, Montana Fouts has another level that she can go to, and so um, that's a team that could potentially jump Oklahoma State. Washington is on fire right now. Uh, Gabby Plain, uh, speaking of uh, pitchers that can really get it going in the circle, she's um, cruising right now. She's taking it to another level. So uh, if they continue, that's a team that you have to worry about. And then Arizona State uh, plays UCLA this weekend in a huge series. And If Arizona State is to win the Pac-12, then you probably have to go with them. Uh, Certainly you'd have to go with them as a a top-eight team. So uh, – long way of saying that yeah this this series is really important for Oklahoma State this weekend I, I think um you, you'd like to get like to get a to win a game uh, for them but uh certainly you'd like to to show you can bow up and be competitive uh, against Oklahoma which <laughs> you know not a lot of teams really have been with how many times they've run ruled. so that that could be a statement in and of itself if they're competitive in all three games
0: agreed agreed um and listen I think Kenny Gajewski, as you know, maybe controversial as he can be to some people, I think he's been pretty honest in. Hey, you know, we haven't really accomplished anything yet, and the end of last year was really, really hard for them. And it's baby steps, right? They won a game over Oklahoma. They rallied from a a six-run deficit and pushed Oklahoma to the limit in the Saturday game. So they've done some things, but you know, it's still a team that Oklahoma has had a decisive edge over. I mean, that's one win. Gosh, since what are we going back to, like, 13? So, Oklahoma's been really good in this series. But, Joey, this series has consistently decided the Big 12. So, that is a credit to what Kenny has done at Oklahoma State, right? It has, absolutely. And, you know,
1: I asked Patty Gasso uh, the other day. I think it was Tuesday when we had our interview. All these weeks are just kind of flying by whatever days they are. But, um, yeah, I think um, on Tuesday in our our press conference, you know, I – I asked one of the storylines to me is uh, this Bedlam series deciding the Big 12, because it has been, and it did last year, and um, that was a series that was uh, hotly contested in Stillwater. Uh, Everyone remembers that went to a rubber match, and um, Oklahoma really had to battle to to win that game and to win the Big 12 out um, in the regular season last year, and so um, now you come down to Norman and the series is for the same thing, and uh, that is a testament to to what Kenny Gajewski has done at at, uh, Oklahoma State. There's no question about that, and uh, the the significance of this series, which uh, you know, it's going to be unfortunate. I think I would like to see at least a non-conference game played between these two uh, on an annual basis, but it's unfortunate that um, at least in my eyes, this very, very likely is going to be the last time Oklahoma hosts Oklahoma State in a three-game set for maybe a while here.
0: Um, okay, I, I know Josh has something he wants to dive into, but one more softball thought. You have two players that were such key parts of their team that are coming into this matchup scuffling just a bit. Haley Busby is scuffling for Oklahoma State, and it's been a struggle recently for – Kenzie Hansen. Um Hanson. Obviously, Oklahoma State's got a really good lineup, but Oklahoma's lineup is one that they've been able to overcome that. How important, though, is it for OU to get Kinsey Hanson going, in your opinion, Josh? I, I I always
1: look back, and you mentioned Busby as well. They, these are great players. Kinsey Hanson is a great player. Uh, she's battled injury at, at times this year. That's made things difficult for her, uh, but – I just lean back on – you've seen the production from her in the past. I believe in that production. I believe she will get it going. And I believe it's important, you know, to answer your question. Oklahoma has a lineup. When they're firing one through nine in this lineup, they're dang near unbeatable. I mean, that's – you know, the record manifests itself. Uh, manifests itself in that way and showing that uh, with, when they're on, when they're hitting one through nine, they, they can do it so many different ways too, right? Like you get Kenzie Hansen's power and then you get the speed game. Jada Coleman can lay down bunts. Grace Lyon can. Jocelyn uh, Aulo. <laughs> she can hit. She tried to lay down a bunch. She can, she can lay down squeeze. Yeah, she can. So, um, yeah, it's important to get her going. And I think... Um, like Kenzie we're talking about, but T.R.A. Jennings um, has had a really, really good season when you look at the just the scope of the entirety of it. But for a couple weeks there, I think she I think she might have been battling some illness, I believe you said, but uh, for one of those series, I can't remember if maybe this was the Texas series or when it was, but... Um, yeah, Texas you know, series, anyway. you hit it, you're right. Yeah, and... and so I thought last weekend for her was a really important weekend. She homered um, all three games, but more than that, she just looks really comfortable in the box right now in that three hole. And so, uh, in a similar way, you know, she's kind of got it going, and I, I, I believe Kenzie can as well.
2: Big breaking news of the day, Joey Joey Helmer. By the way, is our guest at Joey Helmer two four seven on Twitter. Big breaking news of the day for Oklahoma is the new multi-year rights agreement deal struck between the University of Oklahoma and ESPN+. Plus. Just general reaction to the news today between the University of Oklahoma and ESPN+. What does this mean? What struck you about it?
1: A couple, three things, you know, kind of stick out to me. Obviously, you know, the number of events that Oklahoma's going to, Uh, have they say 100 plus live events um, in this new uh, multi-year agreement Um, it it takes away (laughs) the dreaded pay-per-view football game every season Uh, I think uh, Oklahoma fans are going to be really really glad to hear that because um, that that's that's something that you know for us and you guys as well for for us in the the sports rider side of things it's like it, there is that constant complaint about well, gosh, which one's the the, the pay per view game? You know which one do we we which one do we have to pay for here and this <laughs> and that and now it's it's all ESPN Plus. You get um, you you can <laughs> watch all of uh, you know everything. It streams really on ESPN Plus. It's great. Um, obviously, a lot of us already probably have it. But uh, the other thing to me that Stands out is um, when you look at Oklahoma's transition to the SEC I, I have to wonder um, how this is kind of lumped into that SEC plus is uh, you know obviously through ESPN you can uh, stream that and um, a lot of the games that aren't on just SEC network that you could pick up on a TV are, are streamed on SEC uh, plus and so um, I have to believe that in some way this is, makes that a transition as well. So, yeah, this is this is big-time positive news for Oklahoma today, no doubt.
0: Does it signal to you a potential earlier exit to the SEC? I know some have started connecting dots, and obviously we've talked about mm-hmm. it a lot this week, Joey, with, uh, with the Big 12 news um, on the agreement on the amount of, of buyout money, according to Brett McMurphy. But – do you, do you feel like there is any way that this could lead to that earlier exit for OU? So, it's funny. I was having
1: this conversation with someone else um, a couple of days ago, and uh, the, the answer to that, in my opinion, is yes. You, you know, you talk about connecting the dots. This is another one of those dots. Uh, we mentioned uh, the, the teams that um, are, are coming into the Big Twelve. Next year, uh, I, I I can't help but think of Bob Bolsby as well in the situation. I, I think, you know, maybe that's me reading into things a little bit, but I, I just think that might be another one of the dots to connect. So, yeah, I, I believe. I I don't know. I I, I have always thought that twenty three. As soon as I heard uh, the the announcement, the news broke last summer. And I just didn't really see it viable that Oklahoma and Texas would ride this thing out. I just don't think it's a marriage that makes sense for that long. And so, yeah, I I, I have a really, really hard time, Chris and Josh, in, in not connecting some of these dots
0: here. I mean, it would seem as if you would want to go ahead and get on with things if you're both the Big 12 and the SEC. But I'm not privy to what those conversations are like. And, I mean, I don't know. They, they had their meetings this past week. It seemed like everything is kind of cordial now. I think when people see the future projections financially, it, it, it has to make sense to them. And at some point, the Big 12 has to create its identity outside of uh, Oklahoma and Texas. And I feel like the way you do that is to get going with your new league sooner rather than later, right? Right. Yeah,
1: definitely. You know, and I'll, I'll give you a little look into the Helmer house the other day. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we talked about, you know, kind of reading the tea leaves. And uh, something. I lost my train of thought there. Something that you were talking about was exactly what Josh and I uh, had talked about the other day. but um, I, Oh, I just, the Big
0: 12 and its identity?
1: Yeah, and – you know, just it, it, about it being a viable, um, you know, situation for these schools, I think, moving forward. And that, you know, I, I just don't think that, yeah, we, we mentioned the the part about the, the marriage of these schools, it, it, it being better for both parties to move on. That That's what it was. Um, and I, I just think from the beginning that that's, that's kind of been the case. I, I think, if you put truth serum in both sides of this, be it you know the Big 12 and uh, the schools that are going to be around, the, the new schools that obviously, like you said, are going to reform the league, and then Oklahoma and Texas, I think all of them would, would at least, to a large degree, tell you that it's probably best that they move on and that they kind of put the wheels in motion on this thing. And so um, I, I just... We'll we'll see that we'll see how it moves forward. But all all of this is so interesting, and today's news to me just I, I mean it it screams that uh, maybe there's more that's not just on the page here.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Um. One one more for me, then we'll let you get out of here. Um. Circling it back to softball, what do you need to see from Oklahoma to win this series? to end up as the Big 12 champs. I, I was texting with someone this morning. I'm really confident. I don't like when I'm this confident. <laughs> it's like I'm almost overconfident. It's nothing against Oklahoma State. I just, Joey, I really feel good about the way Oklahoma played this weekend. What do you need to see from the Sooners to, to roll this weekend?
1: I'm going to go ahead and bury myself right here because I, I was super confident um, heading into that Texas. I thought they were going to sweep <laughs> Texas, and <laughs> look so like they were. I, I will, I will take a little bit of the uh, the blame. I'll, I'll shoulder that Oklahoma Fiend, you guys that are listening um, for breaking up the undefeated season because I I was super confident, and um, I, I'm confident this weekend. I think, like you said, they they have to, you know, continue to. I, I think one of the differences that I've seen lately for Oklahoma is they have been so much better defensively and that's not a surprise uh, I don't think that's a surprise at all but what was a surprise is earlier on in the season uh how many uncharacteristic unchar- errors they were making and so to me this is a series where that can't be the case they they have to be clean in the field Oklahoma State will make you pay if you make mistakes they they are good they are that good offensively uh, that that's the case and so that really stands out to me. And then uh, just plate discipline. Uh, they, Oklahoma needs to be disciplined at the plate, and um, the rest will take care of itself. Like I said, one through nine, they are so good offensively um, that they, they explode. We've seen it, these numbers that they put up uh, in these run rules. So be disciplined at the plate, uh, You know, be sound defensively, and then, uh, this is an important series, I think, for Jordy Ball in the circle. Uh, this is a big-time postseason-like uh, series that she's only had on a handful of occasions this season. So, um, interested to see how she responds this weekend as well.
0: All right, buddy. You're the man. Can't wait to see you out there at Joey Helmer 247 on Twitter. Everyone go check it out, uh, OUInsider.com. Joey, we'll talk to you again next Thursday, and I'll see you at Marita Hines tonight. Thanks. I might have to bring a towel to clean my seat off. Yeah. <laughs> I've got you. I've got okay. you covered. Don't you worry. I've got you. That's Joey. Elmer. Uh appreciate you. Money as always. I love that dude. It is I I've I've already received my third text message of the morning on this. Let's make it clear. We're playing. I, I don't I don't think you have to worry about that. Uh in Norman right now it's oh, I'm looking outside. It's it's stopped raining, it's just sprinkling. Field will be ready you got the best grounds crew in the business. So, and that that field is now built to where it can sustain and withstand a lot of water. But we don't don't panic. We're good to go. It's a Plank Show. We'll come back with a, a quick look at the top 5. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. I've been spending the commercial breaks going over some numbers for the game tonight. Uh, I, I see that I see that BFC has checked in about Sandercock as a national award finalist. Thank you, BFC. <laughs> uh, never forget about how much Teddy, Tyler, and BFC love to talk about Kalen Sandercock, a pitcher from Florida State, who, by the way, Pretty nice win for them last night. Probably should have brought that up with Joey because when you're talking about that battle for that top eight and wanting to be uh, in position to host to Super Regional, Florida is one of those teams that Oklahoma State's kind of in a, in a battle with. He brought up Washington. Washington's won like 11 straight games. And there's going to be a team that gets hosed, right? It happens every single year. There's a team that we thought would be higher that ends up dropping much further than we ever thought but tonight seven o'clock again make note of the new start time seven o'clock uh kudos to espn it's really really cool to see the amount of publicity and promotion they're giving this tonight i i can't wait for everyone to see it it's going to be a fun night bill is next up it's been a show of bills from dallas bill to bill bill what's going on bill how are you
3: Nothing much. You answered my one question, one of them, so they will play the game tonight. Yeah,
0: they're going to play.
3: Do you, with the tampering they're talking about that Riley's doing supposedly with this kid from Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. do you think this will hasten all these member schools and conference to get together and put some legislation down to
0: stop this stuff? I think that's what you're seeing happen right now, Bill. Um, that, that's where – and I don't know if, if you want to credit what USC is doing or maybe the magnification of what these collectives are doing with guys before they ever get on campus. Yeah, I think, I think you're seeing right now in what the SEC is doing and what the Pac-12 is doing and more specifically their commissioners going to meet with Congress. I think you're seeing a major shift in how they feel like we should handle NIL.
3: I think they ought to do something about this portal, too. These kids couldn't, well, couldn't be able just to transfer out a whim. Uh, one other thing, I don't know whether you know. How, is, how does the senior coaching staff feel about the kids out of Kansas City after recruiting, like, the Vay kid and some of the others?
0: Do they you feel like what, they're in good Mil? shape with them? Everything I, everything I hear, and I appreciate your phone call, is that they're in good shape, and, and I every list that I see has them amongst a the finalist. You know that's our man Parker Thune who will be all over that coming up this morning at high noon. But we'll ask. It seems as if they feel really good about where they are with a lot of the talent out of Kansas City. See, this is where I miss Josh being the uh, site consultant for Sooners Wire. Because my man was all over the recruiting front for Oklahoma. Now, if we were to talk about where the Hawkeyes are going on the recruiting side of things, Josh will be all over that. Uh, but no, seriously, I, I don't think th- this is such a shift, right? In how, how recruiting is being handled, at least from what I'm perceiving. Because, and again, I'm not, I'm not knocking Lincoln or any style. He's he seems to be doing a fine job at USC. I uh, did a good job in getting players here. But I don't think this is going to be a class where and, and maybe even historically where you get a lot of massive early commits. I mean, if you're getting an offer, it's a pretty good feeling that you, they think that you're coming. And and once you commit, you're you're shutting down the crew side of things. So I am I am absolutely positively fired up about the direction this is going in Cruden. But
2: that's just me, Josh. Do you feel any different? No, I'm I'm pumped about it. I can't wait to see what Brent Venables and this staff can do on the retru- recruiting trail. It's already been a positive start for them the way they closed in 2022. And I have no doubts that even though it's been a slow starter in 2023 this summer, y- you listen to the folks in the know and I think Parker Thune right here on this radio station would tell you that he expects a big, big summer in that department. So should be some news to come over the next uh, several weeks and months, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thanks for the call, Bill. Um, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. That's 405 405-651- 651 Three four three nine. It's the best way to stay in touch with the show. From the nine one eight, B A Boomer writes: Will this turn into SEC Sooner Network on ESPN like Texas? No, I think it, it it is what it what it is. It's Sooner Vision on ESPN Plus, and I I don't know. I'm not. I haven't been in on any of the meetings, but I would assume that it would then be a part of the SEC network, and maybe, maybe, Josh, it becomes a platform that you see other schools start to emulate. Hey, you've got the SEC network, but also as in addition to the SEC network, on ESPN Plus right now, you have Tide TV on ESPN Plus where you can get everything. Hey, guess what? Um, The Florida Gators are on the SEC network this weekend for baseball, but on SEC Plus, you have their softball matchup with, I don't know, no, um, Kennesaw State. I don't know how I pulled that out of my backside, but here we are. So maybe this becomes a model, and maybe it becomes, hey, when the Longhorn Network, when Texas and Oklahoma officially become part of the SEC, uh, the Longhorn Network will cease to advi- uh, exist as a linear channel, as an over-the-air channel, but it will indeed have a place on ESPN+. Plus. Maybe this is the future, and Oklahoma is kind of on the – um, on the I guess cutting edge of it. Really good question on on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Will this help with instant replay? I've seen where some places didn't have good video. Um. Okay. So again, short term yes, because now just about every single game that Oklahoma has is going to have the full TV broadcast. And it is my understanding, I might need to check with my guy Drake Stenberg about this, but it's my understanding that when the umpires go to instant replay, they have every single camera at their disposal. Now, sometimes in some places they haven't, but to me for Oklahoma, having someone manning that center field camera is huge because that's where a true second look has been lacking. And I don't know if it's camera placement, and it's nobody's fault, or I don't know if it's just not having someone to man that center field camera. In the long run, I mean, you're still going to get the same broadcast you've had. So I don't know how much it absolutely changes on that front. And then one more quick one. Um, I don't want the radio broadcast to ever go anywhere. For those of us who are blind, it is all we have that gives us every play and everything we need to know. I appreciate that. I don't think the radio broadcasts are going anywhere. I don't. Um, there's – it's kind of funny. We've always joked. Jim Rome used to have the, uh, the cockroaches conversation, the people that would survive a nuclear blast, and it was cockroaches, Mike Shanahan, and AM radio. Actually, we added Houston Nut to that for a while, but eh, obviously eventually Arkansas got tired of his act. But, yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. All right, I, I, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. It's a fair question. I don't think we're ever going anywhere. I think radio is always going to have a place, if not in the terrestrial sense, then obviously in the, the digital sense. But no, we're good. We're here. We're not going anywhere. Can't get rid of us for now. Um. From the 806, if we have Sooner Vision and ESPN Plus, will both subscriptions be required? No. Um. Southern Sooner. Not no, but hell no to ESPN Plus. I guess I'll just read or listen about the results the next day. Southern Sooner, let me. I think I know where this is coming from. Let me let me tell you something. For the most part, and I won't say me because I don't want to get like anyone triggered. Um, but some people get mad about the broadcasters. You'll still get your regular broadcasters. It's going to be fine. Um, In this instance, maybe it's an idea that the NCAA is corrupt. Excuse me, that ESPN is as corrupt as the NCAA? Okay. I'd still – this is me. I'd rather watch a game and have it be where I can immerse myself in it than not watch it because of – and no knock on you, Southern Sooner – some moral high ground about an opinion that I have on a network. That's just me. I'm different. And uh, one more from the 405. My favorite thing is that the Longhorn Network will cease to be its own thing. I don't want them to have a damn thing burn Texas burn. LOL. (laughs) They're still going to be there. I just don't know if it's going to have a channel that for some reason I never have access to with any of my subscriptions. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that's possible, but here we are. All right, it's 11:37. On a Thursday edition of the Plank Show, we're live from Caven's Construction with all the rain. You need their water remediation services, you might need their mold services, you need Caven's. Check them out online today, cavensconstruction.com. It's the Plank Show. Oh no. Oh no. I was sitting here I was sitting here getting some updates on a thing sorry um just to kind of give you an idea one I had a very very informed and close source call me during the commercial break uh in fact I was over numbers and I was so excited with a statistical nugget that I found whenever he or she wrapped up giving me the lowdown I had to let he or she know my statistical nugget involving one of my favorites, Kinsey Hansen, and the do factor for this weekend. I'll get to that in a bit. A couple of things that are kind of cool that I think you need to know about the new deal with ESPN+. Plus. You saw on the release, Josh, 100 plus games. As it stands right now, Oklahoma does around 85 live events per year. 85 games per year. So, you're looking at the very least at at least, what, 15 to 20 more more games, more events, more matches, more meets, whatever it might be. So, I mean, I won't lie to you. I'm kind of excited if I'm volleyball and, and having the opportunity to have more volleyball matches on. Uh, softball, obviously. Baseball. I mean, you get just about every game, but you're always in this battle. Okay, where is it? Do I have that? Is it on it? Now it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Number two, still us, still your your Sooner crew. Sorry, Curtis Hayes. I'm still doing softball. Take that. So, Toby, Chad, you know, uh, hopefully there'll be some games I get to call. I'm sure there'll be others that, that will be helping us out. We've had what Taylor Maples has called some games. We've had help from... Um, I, I saw Todd Miller's calling some games for us this week. I'm our right, next week. I'm really excited about that, but it's it's not going to be like all of a sudden. Uh, here's Cat Osterman to call a a softball game. Just you know, it'll be our people, and the shows will always be live on ESPN Plus. And this is kind of unique because, as I understand it, Josh, the coaches' shows for say Alabama, Florida, amongst others. They aren't live, and the only way you can follow them on a TV side is, and uh, Learfield's done a really nice job of empowering the radio side of it, they have the behind-the-mic feature that these networks use. And with us, it's going to be ESPN+. Plus. So that's really awesome, and you'll always know where they are. Wait, what channel? Are we on Valley Sports or are we on Valley Sports Plus tonight? Is this on Valley Sports Oklahoma minus 460 or plus 250? Wait, are we on B- Valley Sports Midwest or are we on Southwest? Always going to be on ESPN+. Plus.
2: So, at least the convenience of that, I think, is a major selling point on this, right? Oh, no doubt. I, for me, you know, like, where does and how does Soonersports.tv fit into this? After these events have been broadcast live, is that when they switch over or something to Soonersports.tv? For example, and the reason I ask this, if I miss a coach's show – how long is it still on ESPN Plus? Is it going to remain on ESPN Plus? Because, you know, my hope would be that the answer to those are yes.
0: Um, what With what? Hold on. Let me go back through. Um, it's been a wild day on the text message. I apologize if you've text, texted me and I haven't got back. What my understanding is – that it will be seventy two hours after the event that it will remain on ESPN Plus. Gotcha. And then at that point, it will move on to Sooner Sports That makes so sense. that'll give you twenty four. That'll give you three days. Yeah, three days. Now, I, I, I'll be honest with you, Josh. I don't know the long term ramifications of that. I don't know if that's something that exists beyond today. I am sorry, beyond you know the move to the SEC. We'll see, but as it stands right now, that's the way that that would go.
2: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I thought this was like pretty good.
0: I Air Comfort Solutions text line. I
2: also like something oh, on the ahead. Air Comfort Solutions text line, which 405-651-3439. For anybody that's like got some drawbacks to this, I thought this is some good perspective. I'm excited for ESPN Plus Day. Living in New Surma, New Surma Beach, I couldn't get the pay-per-view game or anything else that was on Bally Sports. At the only school in the country that gets their own buttons – to take to the platform for Oklahoma sports, it's just added marketing. That's from Florida Sooner.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's a big thing. It, here, it's an extra expense from your ESPN deal, um, but it's more—it's more than just Oklahoma. Uh, ESPN Plus does an incredible job with basically televising every conceivable baseball game and softball game that they have the rights to. And it's all right there. And I guess maybe instead of saying televising, broadcasting would be the way to put it, right, Josh? But they broadcast everything. And it's really it's really cool to see that this is our future. And again, if you're just tuning in and you're wondering, what, what are you guys talking about? Uh, ESPN announced today the ending of their agreement with Fox uh, Valley Sports Oklahoma and a multi-year agreement for Sooner Vision on ESPN plus that will include more than 100 annual live events, which is up from, you know, the 80 to 85 they've had before studio programming and archival content. ESPN plus will stream one regular season college football game and the annual spring game, as well as more than 100 additional competitions across men's and women's basketball and Varsity Olympic Sports, including women's gym and softball. Sooner Vision on ESPN Plus will also include classic content, coaches' shows, pro days, pregame shows, and more. Big, big deal. And listen, I I know there's going to be some of the drawbacks. I get it. And you're never going to have 100% customer satisfaction. But I do, I dig it. I think it's a big deal, and I'm excited about it. And I think you should be too. Though this... Was a an air comfort solutions text line that I I really kind of dug. It's 2022, and I can't believe people still pay to watch games. It's available for free if you know where to look. I I don't I appreciate that, but I don't think everyone's ready to go digging into Reddit streams or right. VIP VIP Box TV to and, try to find every single sporting event
2: and. As someone that may or may not have some history exploring those types of options for feeds, let's not act like those feeds the quality is anywhere near as clean or as good, or that the stream might not magically shut down on you in the middle of a game, and then you got to scramble to try and get the stream back or find a new provider for the mm-hmm. stream. So, having ESPN Plus, something reliable, uh, that you know, that type of platform. It's good for everybody involved, and I thought you know this text that we just got. Oklahoma administration is really trying to upset the fan base, making us spend more money to support the team. We don't all have deep pockets. Agreed. You know,
0: but I, I not that we that we don't have all deep pockets is what I agree with. Sorry.
2: Here's here's the thing though. For a lot of Oklahoma consumers out there, if you were paying for the pay per view game, and assuming that the pay per view game is now gone by the wayside with this ESPN Plus deal. You're basically, you're saving money on the deal and getting more.
0: I feel like that there's certain people, um, and, and I won't lie to you, man. If, if I didn't work in sports radio, I would have a hard time selling my fam on this. Are you kidding me? I've got to beg, borrow, and steal just to get the Sunday ticket every Sunday, and I do a national radio show every Sunday night. It's, um, it's a challenge for me personally. But, yeah, I, I think in the long run, this is a good thing. Yes, it's going to require you to dip into ESPN+. Plus. But it also, it's going to make things so much easier for you as a fan. It really is. All right, um, hey, finals. Wow. Final segment already? It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. All right, shouts out to my guy, Jalen Ross, at underscore Jalen Ross on Twitter. The pride of Southmore, one of the board uh, monitors for Sooner Scoop, he is reporting that Gabe Burkich has signed a three-year deal with the Minnesota Vikings.
2: Burkich, way to go! Can't think of any other be-
0: uh, any better way to wrap up the show than saying, "What's up to True Sooner? How's it going, True?"
1: Hey, and we got an NHL to boot on that uh, ESPN Plus.
0: That's true.
1: So, you know, so hey. So I was going to ask you, I don't know if you guys got to my text or not, because I've been, I've been in and out of my vehicle. But one of the things I was wondering about was since these commissioners that, that got them into the same room, and you may know where I'm going with this, um, is there any chance that this moves along uh, You know, the playoffs they may they think, well, if we can settle this one, we can settle anything.
0: Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I, I thought you were going to say it moves along OU and Texas to the SEC. but on to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I I can't help but wonder. That's a really good point, True. These guys get together and they've been worried about kind of the, the plans of the SEC and so on and so forth. It's like I, maybe whenever George Kleikoff is actually around the uh, SEC peeps and Greg Sankey, they realize, huh, this is a good thing. That's a really good point, True.
1: I mean, I'm just thinking. You know, you get a couple of beers in each other, and you start talking about uh, old times or whatever. And the next thing you know, you're like, "This guy's not half, not as bad as I thought he was." Let's go ahead and make that extra five billion a year or what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's what I'm thinking. But who
0: knows? Thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate hey, it. Um, my phone just started blowing up. Oh, um, this is a good point. Um from Blaine. I don't think there has to be much. Blaine tweets at us. I don't think that's an issue because the Pac-12 and SEC are already in favor of expansion. The Big Ten and ACC are the ones that are holding it up. Yeah, And, and really, in honesty, it's kind of the ACC more than anyone else because the ACC wants to try to use this as a broader issue. Oh, this is a bigger issue than just what's going on with trying to figure out the playoffs we need to figure out this and that and we need to figure out NIL. And, and I mean it's a fair point but I don't think you can hold up a potential playoff expansion by by just basically saying hey we want to try to fix everything in sports at one time and I think that's what the ACC is basically
2: trying to do. the ACC said oh no there's a fire over there on that building <laughs> I, I don't know if we should put it out, though.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> so, tons of coverage on this all day long. It's a big day for Sooner fans, ESPN+. Sooner Vision on ESPN+, Plus will begin in July. Uh, exciting times oh, in August, excuse me. One-click availability for all your Sooner athletic events. We're talking about it all day long right here on The Ref.